0: Uh, last few weeks, <clears throat> including uh, next week, uh, I think uh, the lectionary uh, focuses on Corinthian church. Uh, but as you know very well, uh, there were a lot of problems uh, at Corinthian church. Uh, there's strong division among members uh, within uh, Corinthian church. C- Corinth is like a Toronto metropolitan uh, city a very affluent kind of city. So uh, because of that, there are a lot of other problems too and also a lot of uh, divisions. Uh, There's a a first division that you can see is uh, the division between the rich and the poor. Uh, There's a a strong uh, uh, division between these two people, uh, two groups of people. Uh, The rich people, they were more flexible with the time they can finish work anytime they want, but poor people they cannot afford to do that. Uh, the master said, "Oh, you work until certain certain hour." They have no had no choice but to work until late. So, at that time, there are communion the communion is not like us. We are just taking a piece of bread, uh, bread and uh, wine. But at that time, communion uh, is in, uh, a part of the communal meal together. So whenever they gathered together and then uh, they did communion and also meal together. But the people who came, uh, who are rich, they come; they could come early and they eat up all the food and then some of them even got drunk. Uh, but by, by the time when the poor uh, people uh, came, uh, there was no more food uh, left. So uh, Paul was uh, really advising them. When you want to eat uh, a lot, do it at home instead of doing it uh, at uh, church. So uh, when when we read uh, chapter 11, When you come together, it is not really to eat the Lord's Supper. For when the time comes to eat, each of you goes ahead with your own supper, and one goes hungry and another becomes drunk. What? Do you not have homes to eat and drink in, or do you not? I mean, to uh, do, uh, uh, do you show con- contempt for the church of God and humiliate those who have nothing? What shall I say to you? Should I command you? In this matter, I do not command you. <laughs> so, Paul was quite upset uh, seeing uh, the kind of uh, prejudice or the division that was happening uh, between uh, rich and uh, poor. That was a economic uh, division. But there was also political division. Uh, some followed Paul, and others po- followed Apollos, and others, uh, Cephas, uh, Cephas meaning uh, Peter. They followed, oh, Peter is the greatest uh, uh, disciple, and they followed uh, Peter, uh, Cephas, and still others said, we are the pure ones. We are following Christ, only Christ alone. So there are at least four divisions within the church. There was a political division. And as I mentioned to you last week, there was spiritual division because of gifts. And Gifts are given to serve rather than to brag about. But they were bragging about their gifts. My gift is better than your gift, and I'm more spiritual than you. I'm deeper than you. And all kinds of uh, problems occurred. And there's kind of judgmental attitude uh, with the gifts. and uh, So there was a spiritual division uh, because of the gifts of the spirit. And then in addition to all that, there were moral problems, all kinds of moral problems. In this context, St. Paul emphasized the unity of the church. The church has to be one. He said this, For in, in the one spirit, we are all baptized into one body. Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and we are all made to drink of one spirit. He was emphasizing on the unity of the church. You know, St. Paul was a Pharisee. Pharisee was the cream of the crop uh, of the Jewish system. They were the leaders. They were the elites, politically, spiritually, and in every way, they were the elites of the Jewish system. So uh, Pharisees, he was part of Pharisees. So Paul knew all about Jewish system, and he was immersed into the Jewish mentality. For Jewish people, the unity or the purity of a group comes from not embracing them, but by cutting them out. If there are any uh, people who are impure, who who don't fit in the group, what they did was they cut off these people, and in that way, they uh, maintain the unity and the purity of the group. That's why they did not allow the blind, the lame, the lepers, the sick, and the sinners to come into the temple. They were not able to come into the temple and worship God because they, they don't fit in the, uh, their uh, definition of purity and uh, that's how they maintain the unity uh, and the purity of the group. Once Peter and John were going up to the temple and there was a beggar who was lame from birth. He asked for money and Peter said to him, I have no silver or gold, but what I have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, stand up and walk. As soon as he was healed, he stood and began to walk. Do you know the first place he went to? Not his home, not to his friends, but to the temple. Because he always desired To worship God in the temple. But he was always outside of the temple. Every day he was sitting there. Not just for begging for money. But also he was there desiring to enter into the temple. When can I be fit to go into the temple and worship God? He was sitting every day. He was reminded that he was not welcome. He could not go, go in uh, there. So as soon as he was healed, when he was complete, when he was like any, anybody else, he went into the temple and uh, worshipped God. Acts 3, eight. Jumping up, he stood and began to walk. And he entered the temple with them, walking and leaping and praising God. I mean, St. Paul was very familiar with this mentality to keep the unity and purity cut out. Anybody who doesn't belong to this category. So there were a lot of people who were cut off from that. But when you read Paul's letter, you can see that Paul changed. Today, we read it. He's a completely different person. This is what he said. On the contrary, the members of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable, and those members of the body that we think less honorable, we clothe with greater honor, and our less respectable members are treated with greater respect whereas our more respectable members do not need this. But God has so arranged the body, giving the greater honor to the inferior member that there may be no dissension within the body, but the members may have the same care for one another. That's very, very different from the Jewish mentality of, Keeping the unity. Very spiritual. Very Jesus-centered. The world will not know this kind of thing. The world is power-oriented. The people who have power, they have right to be in the center of it. People who don't have power, they get excluded. But Paul's idea here, here is a very different. Less honorable member will be treated with greater honor. Instead of alienating the weaker members and the inferior members by embracing them, he said to achieve the unity of the church. But God has so arranged the body, giving the greater honor to the inferior member so that there may be no dissension within the body. But the members have the same care for one another. That was the way of Jesus' ministry. Instead of alienating the people who were alienated from the society, Jesus embraced them and spent time with them. Once a woman came to Jesus and he started she started washing Jesus' feet. And then people around her said, Why Do Jesus leave her alone? If he knew what kind of woman she was, he wouldn't let her dare touch him. But Jesus let her touch him. Jesus said to Simon, when I walked in, you didn't even give me the water. But she washed my feet with tears. Jesus' mentality was very different one of the themes of our church is to be in solidarity with the weak and the vulnerable that's our theme that's what we are pursuing that's the value we have Jesus was very strong against those who had the power and oppressed the weak with their power But Jesus was very understanding with the weak and the vulnerable. We have the temptation to side with the powerful. The power attracts so many people. We like to be popular. We like to be honored by people. We want to be influential in the midst of it all. If we forget those who are neglected, are voiceless and who are rejected and alienated, we lose Jesus' perspective. We lose Jesus' perspective. Jesus said this in his parable Then he will say to those at his left hand, You that are accursed, depart from me into the eternal fire, prepare for the devil. And his angels. For I was hungry. And you gave me no food. I was thirsty. And you gave nothing to drink. I was a stranger. And you did not welcome me. Naked. And you did not give me anything. Sick and in prison. And you did not visit me. Then they also will answer. Lord. Lord. the righteous into eternal life. We need to be always mindful of those who are weak and vulnerable around us. That is what makes a community, a beautiful community. We, are, we encounter uh, sad news about Sherry. <clears throat> Tomorrow is a funeral. Uh, I still remember her. Uh, Every time when she comes to church, from the parking lot to the Bible study, it takes 10 minutes minimum. Somebody goes there to pick her up 10 minutes, drop her off 10 minutes. She comes here 10 minutes to come in, Ten minutes to go out. She came almost every Wednesday to the Bible study. She wasn't able to speak at the Bible study. But these friends, at least they want her to hear the good news, hear the message. Even though she cannot express herself, they want her to be comforted By the message. The weaker body. You guys. Took good care. Of her. And I thank you. For that. That is what church is. Church is not a place. Where the healthy. Strong. Popular. Only those people gather together. Church is a place. Where people who don't fit, who are struggling, who are poor, who have lots of problems, they are welcome in the church. And we should take care of them with greater honor and respect and love. That's, what, that's how church is different from any other organization in the world. That's what church is. Let us sing together.
1: this day to, to come, come and heal, heal our land, knit our, our hearts, hearts together, together that, that your, your glory, glory may be seen, seen in us then the world will know
0: that Jesus
1: Christ is Lord let us be one voice that glorifies your name let us be one voice declaring that you reign let us be one
0: Now is the time for you and
1: I. And now is the time for you and I to join our hearts in prayer. Let the name of Jesus be lifted high. The world will know that Jesus
0: Let us have a moment of prayer. There are a lot of people around you who are hurting. They have a lot of troubles, but they don't know how to share. They have pain, but they are embarrassed. They feel embarrassed and ashamed. They suffer silently sometimes. Let us pray that we may be sensitive to those who are weak and vulnerable around you. Let us embrace them with greater honor and respect and love. Let us pray. Let us be one voice.
1: Let us be one voice that glorifies your name. Let us be one voice declaring that you reign. Let us be one voice. Us, you need
0: Let us all rise for the last song.